Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Family from the Heart. My name is Cliff Ravenscraft. I'm Stephanie Ravenscraft. We also have a third party joining us in this special edition of Family from the Heart, and her name is... Megs. Megs. <laughs> Our daughter, Megan, is in the back seat. Also in the back seat, we do have McKenna, who is sleeping. Sound asleep. And we also have Matthew in the back seat, who happens to just be hanging out playing with Mama's iPhone, I believe. Hey, Matt. Hi. So anyway, special episode of Family from the Heart on the road. Again. And uh, why don't you just real quickly, Stephanie. Yikes. Why don't you just real quickly uh, go ahead and tell them why we're on the road. Okay. We are heading on our family vacation that we've talked about um, a couple of times in different podcasts. I don't know if we've actually... I think we mentioned it here um, two weeks ago. Whenever that, I don't even, I'm not going to pretend to remember the last time we recorded Family from the Heart. Um, so we're headed to to um, Tennessee, Smoky Mountains, Yay. for our family vacation. We're all very excited, but we're all very tired because we left about four hours later than what we intended to leave. So we're now it's nine o'clock in the evening and we're going to get there at 2 a.m. Right. And, um, but, but that's why we're on the road because we're driving to our, we're driving to vacation. Very cool. And we are going to be spending 10 days down in the Smoky Mountains on a lake house. And Megan wants to say something. Finally, finally spring break. Our principal finally lets us out of that dungeon called school. <laughs> there you go. So it is the it's spring break for the kids, and therefore we are taking the entire we're taking this weekend off, uh, all next week uh, during their spring break, and the following weekend, which is Easter weekend for Easter us. Easter weekend. I talked about that in the latest episode of Stephanie Unplugged about how I was glad that we were going to be away for Easter weekend, and how that broke away some of the things that I brought with me from my childhood, like you know special clothing and certain expectations of that day but um anyway so I, I talked a little bit about that and Stephanie Unplugged. Very cool so anyway in this special episode of Family from the Heart we do want to continue on this awesome discussion that Stephanie and I have uh introduced in the last episode of Family from the Heart and that is the idea of traveling the world with children and and we are very excited to bring to you some com a conversation that we are going to have here. Uh, some of it's thing we're, we're going to share with you some things that we've already been discussing since the last time we recorded. Uh, Megan's going to share with you what she, you know, what's kind of going through her mind when it comes to this. Uh, some new thoughts that none of us have even talked about. So there's you're just going to be in some of the brainstorming process of this as we record this Everyone's episode. Invited. And Megan says everybody's invited. And so uh, before we do that, I want to let you know something very excited happened. Uh, two, actually, two very exciting things have been happening. Number one, uh, I am very excited about the forum. If you go to gspn.tv slash forum and you go to the section for family from the heart, you'll be able to see this conversation. And it is a on it is an ongoing conversation. Now, Kylie Mack, a member of our community here at gspn.tv, she also does a podcast of her own uh, with, with a great friend of hers uh, named, is it Katia? I believe that's how she said she pronounced it. I think it's Katia and Kylie Mack show. And what I'd like to do, I, I haven't asked for their permission yet, but I'm almost positive that she'll allow me to do this. But the, it sparked an entire episode devoted to this discussion of traveling with children. And we just finished listening to this as an entire family. Megan and Matthew both in the backseat heard everything that was said. Not as an entire family. Well, it, well, McKenna fell asleep. But anyway... And so... Okay. Um, let Hey, guys, let Dan finish this thought, please. My goodness. Alright. Did you hear what just happened? No, what just happened? So, Megan said that... that one-fifth of our family didn't hear we only did it with we only listened with four-fifths of our family and Matthew says fractions are your friends <laughs> nice <laughs> fractions are That's not what, my friends they've, they've both been learning fractions 
in at school recently in math, and um, that's what I keep telling them at homework time: is fractions are your friends. That's right. So anyway, um, it sparked an entire totally awesome conversation over there at the the Katia Katia and Kylie Mac show. Easy for me to say. I haven't asked for their permission, but I'm almost positive they're going to give it. I can't imagine that they wouldn't. It it was about a 30 minute episode of their show. And I'm not going to do the entire 30 minutes. There was a part of their conversation where they actually talked about what's the difference between an, an expatriate or an expat versus an immigrant uh, and migrant. our migrant. And we're not going to we're not going to include that. But anything related to this specific topic of traveling in the world, specific, especially as it relates to doing so with children, they had a lot of great content. I'm thinking it's going to be a total of about 23, maybe 25 minutes worth of their conversation is going to be included right here right now and so we're going to go ahead and play that for you provided the fact that we understand that they're going to give us permission so i'll be putting this in (laughs) post-production what's so funny nothing just nothing (laughs) all right so with that here is what they had to say on the katia and kylie mack podcast and so I've started listening to this other podcast of a married couple, and uh, con- they live in Kentucky. But recently, um, they do like a bunch of different shows together. But this one I've been listening to, it's called Family from the Heart, and um, they've they've the the husband Cliff has planted the seed in his, in his wife's head. It's something they talked about going on a world trip together ah. after the kids are grown up. But he's been reading this book called Four Hour Work Week, and he talks about well, he hasn't gotten to the book yet. But anyway, Four the, Hour Work Week, yeah. Um, which I don't really know about yet because okay. he hasn't talked about right. it. But the point is that this idea has now been planted in his head about. Um, going somewhere else for like two years and living somewhere else. Why do they have to wait for the kids to grow up? Like taking, you know, world travel with children, but not in a backpacking nomadic sense, like going to a place for six months and living there. But how do you live in a place for six months? That well, that's my you know that's one of the questions. It's like, is that actual? And so this this spurs a couple of questions that I've been thinking about for the last week. So first of all, how long do you have to be in a place to actually feel like you're living there? Or and 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 what does that mean? So that is the first question. Like when I moved here, had it if it had only been for a nine or ten month contract. Is that still considering moving here because I have a job? All right, that's one thing. But the big question is, because they've been getting a lot of really interesting feedback. Right. Um, because they're like, some people's reaction is automatically, what a terrible thing to do to your children. <gasps> no. And and how selfish is it? You have this dream to travel the world and you're going to drag your kids around. Are and, you serious? Yeah. And that was really surprising to me because that's not where I went. Wow. So that's why I think it would because some people had really bad experiences moving around as kids. Mm. And and obviously that's where they're coming from whereas my parents had lived overseas when they were when they were younger, not little little kids, but um and you know any move is traumatic for a kid, mm. but I mean there are ways to do that. So I want to know listeners, uh, do you know someone that has done this? Have you done this? Are you interested in doing this? Because that was a the kind of angle it was about the kids and how are you going to school the kids but there are people that have done this I read mm. a book um, I don't know maybe I borrowed it from you I'm not sure who I borrowed it from but it's called One Year Off and this couple with little kids went and traveled around like South America and stuff not just like in Europe you know places that are a little bit more off the beaten track mm. and they they were in Australia for a while and, and put their kids in school and I, it just, I was thinking about all these different kinds of questions. It would be a wonderful experience for the kids. I think so too. To open their eyes to other ways of living and other cultures and other experiences. Because I think a lot of the problems with the world that we have today and people who are narrow-minded is that they've never gotten out of their comfort zone and mm. seen what it's like to walk a mile in someone else's shoes. Yeah. And... Although you can never, as a tourist, you can never, if you're, you know, being a tourist and you're in a country for a week and you're doing touristy things and you're going to touristy places and you only eat in touristy restaurants and you are spending all your time kind of moving in the 
periphery of the real life of the people that are in that place. Mm-hmm. You can. It's not really traveling. That's the difference between the tourist and the traveler. Tra- the traveler will hopefully try and experience some of the life that's there. And that's what they want to do. That's fascinating. I think it's a great idea. And obviously, they're not going to pick up and leave tomorrow. But um, what a fantastic idea, especially if you involve the children in the decision making yes so it's something that they and and uh something that they're a part of rather mm. than something that happens to them like i was asking my mother about this i said um because they moved to france when she was just going into ninth grade or something so high school terrible time to mm. move um and i said you know how did you feel about that and she said she wasn't happy but like you know what can you do it was for work well look at the american family that was living downstairs from you yep yep and and i had written a comment on their forum and i brought that up i said the younger two adapted just fine what what was the actual story of this um it's an american family uh he had a well like a short term but um, like a couple years they ended up staying i think two years Mm. uh with three girls and the oldest was furious. You've ruined my life. How old was she? I want to say like 10. 10, 11. And then the other one was like eight and like littler. She, well, then anyway, they put the youngest one in French school, which is the way you're going to learn the language oh, when sure. you're... Sur- I mean, like, look at, look at me. I mean, talk about... Yes, I have a life here. I've been here what, this is going on six years now or something like that? And I have a life here. Mm. I have friends here. I have things that I do. And, like, I've uh, I've adopted some French habits. But, um, you know, how how can you say that you've, in, you know, involved yourself in a culture? But, mm. I, I mean, I listen to that and they're talking about, you know, um, going to places and like learning the language and stuff six months is not enough That's to actually learn enough. i mean i've been here and look at how much progress i mean i've made progress mm. but i haven't been applying myself either and that's the thing is if you're going to go there you need to put yourself out there because it's not going to happen to you you have to happen to it what what therefore do you need to do to live in a country as a traveler voir a person living and experiencing the culture for six months then? That is the if, question. If, if you only have six months, how do you do that? I remember the couple that the Muffin Man and I met when we were in Venice. Mm-hmm. We were at a B&B and we spent a lot of time talking to the people in the mornings over breakfast who were also at the, that B&B. And there was an Australian couple who was travelling around Italy for six months. No, a year. They had a caravan. Mm. And they would stop in a place for like two months and live there and try and, you know, experience the life. They weren't working. They were mm-hmm. – he had taken – he was an inventor. So he <gasps> like earned a f- ridiculous amount of money um, at one point in his life. And so he was – like they were like late 40s and they were retired. It was kind of awesome. And so they were traveling and they would stay in a spot for like three weeks or two months or something like that and they would – what for them living it was involving going to the local markets, striking up conversations with the people in the markets and around uh, just in the life, going to church. They weren't churchgoers, but that for them was part of seeing how people were living life, especially in Italy where oh, um, yeah. the church life often has in certain parts of it, it has a big deal with the, the to do with the way – um, the community reacts um, and stuff like that. So that was interesting. But how do you do that when there are kids involved as well? Unless they're going to the local school. But and then how do you, I mean, that brings up all other kinds of questions because, you know, it's already enough of a hassle to, you know, enroll your kids in school in your own place, mm-hmm. in your own language. But to figure out all the hoops you have to go through and what kind of immunity policies do they have do they have any mm. you know how do you how do you do that and and how do you find out that information when I was in primary school there was a kid in my class who there were only 12 of us in my class um, and he and his sister who was so he was like 10 his sister was seven 
he and his sister and his parents, they decided to do a trip around Australia. They took a year off. They bought a caravan. She was a teacher. The mum was a teacher. And so she decided to do schooling, like homeschooling, entre guillemets, for that year and so that they would be able to move on to the next level in the class along with the rest of us when they got back. And they spent that year travelling around Australia. But they would stop for like three weeks in a destination and then move on to the next spot and then spend like a month and then two weeks. And it's a similar sort of concept, I think. Yeah. But staying um, within the same country. So how did you feel about that when you heard that these kids were doing that. Were you jealous? I was super jealous. Super jealous. Because the idea of traveling around Australia already is very exciting to yeah. me because there's so much to see, um, especially in some of the really uh, remote areas. And they would, you know, they spent time in Aboriginal communities and stuff like that. And they came back and he said, and he still says, that that was one of the most defining moments in his life. He's now working in North northern Queensland with an Aboriginal community. See, I just... I think, you know, and it's different too because if you are are moving for a job, your your impetus behind it is not to take advantage of the opportunity. Obviously, you may try while you're there, but you know, he's a lawyer. Yeah. The, the American family, he's a lawyer and he's busy and on business trips all mm. the time. Oftentimes they're also if you're moving for work, you're often not expected necessarily to speak the language. Yeah. Or you have can, to find housing on your own. Yeah. And there are people there that can coddled. answer questions about how to file taxes and all mm. these other kinds of things. But the other question that I had been thinking about is, you know, obviously living there for six months, I, I mean, it's a, it's a period of time. Mm. And and he would still be working because he's a full-time podcaster, so he would be doing that on the road, which would be some interesting oh, wow. podcasts. Yeah. I would so be interested in hearing, especially, and I thought from this audience of you that are listening, a lot of you are listening because you're Franco, Francophiles, Francophiles, you know, you're interested in France or in journeying or you're expats yourself or you've spent time other places rather than your native home um and the other podcast that um the wife does stephanie with her best friend on fridays she had brought this up to her best friend and they were kind of having a coffee table chat about it and she was like you know i totally forgot where i was going with that but it, uh how you know how she brought it up to her best friend who was just like you know i don't you know, kind of spring it on you. What do you mm. say about that? How you know, and where do you move forward for that? It's not something you can just pick up and do. And I, I, I can't even remember what my original point was, but it'll come back to me. What it, it is not something you can pick up and do. Mm -mm. When you have no ties, as in you don't have children or you're not married, it's a lot easier to move, just up and move. Yeah. If you have a partner that is of a similar mindset, then it's easy to up and move as well. But when there are children involved, it's a whole nother ball game. A whole nother ball game. Well, but what what you don't want to do is decide to go and travel around Europe for three months and then just then find out in the first week that you're there that you're pregnant. <laughs> for example. <laughs> not that we've known anyone that Oh yes, we do know someone who's done that. <laughs> Take for Lexus. Surprise! <laughs> yeah, trademark Queen Mum. I hope we don't have to pay her every time we say for Alexis now. We'll pay her in peeps. Oh, I don't know if she'd like that. Or M&Ms. Um, it was about, about the moving thing. They were talking about, you know, moving, selling their house and moving overseas, but not permanently. Like, they'd go back. And I think that makes a difference uh, as well because... Yeah. There's they would a, go back to where home was. You have a finite amount of time. and you, Yes. That is the phenomenon that we see as well a lot with people who are here, um, often the assistants that come. Mm -hmm. They'll every weekend, they're out in, they're going to Barcelona or they're going to this city or that city because they know that they're here for a finite amount of time and so they're going to try and make the most of the time that they're here for. Whereas when you are someone like me who is married to a Frenchman mm. and um, you tend to get – it's not lazy but it's almost complacent. 
Well, I've traveled a lot so far, but there is so much more that I could see. Of course, the podcast doesn't help because yeah, we we're pretty much uh, occupied every weekend. But um, at the same time, you know, there's so much to see and, and do. And I keep thinking, oh, I could go to Prague, but it'll always be there because I'm here and I have the right to be here. I want to kind of explore this idea of traveling with children. Like when I said that to you at first, because I'd mentioned it before we talked about, it, we didn't get into a big conversation about it. What do you think? It's a cool idea. I think it's a great idea. What a fantastic experience for the kids. One of um, the Muffin Man's um, big bosses at his work moved to Argentina for six years as part of work. Mm-hmm. And his first child was one year old. Mm-hmm. His second child was born while they were in Argentina. And he uh, basically said it was the best experience for his kids. It was an, a harrowing experience because to have the whole um, hospital situation when yep. they're in a country that they, neither of them really had a perfect grasp of the language and all that sort of stuff, uh, you know, having small children in, a, in another country is a whole other ballgame. But the kids, are, it, they're like a trilingual. It's fantastic. It's a great experience, but I think it needs to be more than for six months. Oh, definitely. That's what I. That, I think that's what I'm coming to. Now that, I mean, you said that they were plan. This couple was planning on spending like six months here and six months there, and well, they, they, they're just or, talking, or, or, about talking about it. They are just whatever ideas are being. They're just thinking about everything. Mm. Um, because oh, but it, they, what a fantastic experience! I. Exactly. I just, um, as far as the kids, I mean, in one way, taking them when they're younger, I think is a great way to introduce them. Like one of the things I wrote in my comment was being here now. I mean, I sold my house and moved here by myself, Mm. but you know, I was a single adult. It's a totally different thing. But with kids, like history now is alive for me for a way it wasn't before. Mm. Like these kids would look at history or at least have the potential to look at history in a totally different way because they're seeing these as real places it's not just a photo of something like to to walk at the tower of london Mm. or you know see hadrian's wall or you know whatever it happens to be or you know if they went to as far as australia i don't know Mm. um but that is just as well as um, from a financial aspect. I mean, it's more difficult dragging kids around anywhere. But um, a lot of places for under 18 are free. That's true. I mean, I mean yeah. it's like, I, I, as far, I mean, you're still going to have to feed them whether you're in the States mm. or elsewhere in the world or, you know, in Australia or elsewhere in the world. But to have, there's just a to cultural... Learn a, to learn about history, art history, for example, by spending a couple of days hanging out at the Louvre. Is like way more awesome than learning about it in a classroom. And but yeah, we've got a lot of feedback coming in on the chat. And it's interesting, Lisa, who I understand is living in Germany right now, she says that it's a fantastic experience for kids when they're younger, but not so much when they're going through their teens. Because when they're at that stage in their life, they need their peers and their identities mm-hmm. are forming according to what's happening around them with their peers. And it's a lot more difficult for them when you're traveling. So that is... It goes back to what your mum said. An argument for like younger kids. Mm. Awesome. Yeah. That's really... That is a really interesting... It is. I'd like to formulate some more comments and like cover this again. I'd be really some, interested sometime. to um, get some more feedback and stuff via email. Yeah. Katie and Kylie Mac at gmail.com. And you tell us your stories about um, when you, you know, if your family has gone through something like this or have you, did you travel when you were a child? Or what a do you think child. about small it? Small Madeline is telling us that her mum had a problem when she went, because her mum is Taiwanese mm-hmm. and has been in America for 30 something years. And she took her to Taiwan when she was a baby and she developed a high fever and they had a huge drama trying to find a doctor who would be willing to treat an American child on Tregimi. Oh, see, like these things are just... The choice of country is important too. Cause, Crazy. Well, my I know someone who decided to go on a missionary um, project mm-hmm. in Africa. He had a four-year-old child and a two-year-old child. The doctors, when they went to get immunized, said, 
I would not put your child on the ground when you go there. So we were all, oh, my gosh, how can you possibly take your children to a place like that with, you know, where you can't even put the kids on the ground? But this doctor was, you know, kind of exaggerating. He was like, you really shouldn't be taking your child to a third world country where they're not even allowed to drink the water when they're two years old. Because at two years old, you can catch all sorts of stuff. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, it depends on the choice of country as well. But these kids, they did it. They stayed there for like five years. These kids had an experience that is irreplaceable. Amazing, amazing experience. See, I, so obviously there's planning, but where's the bad? I mean, how is it any different from moving, like they live in Kentucky, Kentucky to California? True, true. I mean, when you look at it in that way, and one of the things I realized the first time I traveled is, you know what? People are like, oh, it's so hard. Really, it is to get somewhere, it is as simple as buying a plane ticket and yeah. getting on the plane. I mean, it's not, you know, the, saving up money or whatever. It could be a drama, but... The det- details can always be worked out. Okay, so there you go. Um, now, for... the for us it was five seconds of silence but for the people listening they just heard everything that we had just listened to before we started recording so every single second of it yeah the whole thing whole entire podcast well minus the the seven minutes yeah minus the seven minutes or so that they talked about the difference between a migrant and a expat ten seconds for all of that that's all it takes yeah it's all called post-production, baby. All right, so here we go. We are going to we are going to talk about uh, this idea. We're going to continue on the discussion. And uh, Stephanie, where do you think we should start off? What do you want to start off with? I have things. An idea. Oh, you have an idea. Okay, let's see what Megan has. But mom can go first. Well, well tell me your idea. Um, since we're gonna, we might travel around the world. Um. We could have, we could put up a link on the website that says where should we go first, and we should put some different countries, and then if if peop, if listeners live in that country, they can click on the country they live in and um, say come here first, come there, here first, come here first. That is an excellent idea. I love that involving the community and 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 uh, putting up a like a poll as to I the place where everyone was invited. That's right. Everybody's invited to be a part of the discussion, right, Maggie? Kind of. Kind of. But it's really all five. It's really um. All it narrows numbers. It narrows narrows it down to this the decision of all five of us. I don't think McKenna cares though. But it's all plus members. <laughs> I love that. I, I love the marketing guy. Okay, <laughs> only the plus members can tell us where to go. <laughs> no, um, what Megan? Did you catch what Megan was saying? Yeah, was, it's still our decision. Right, right. That it's. She was just saying that it's still our final decision, which I think is very mature for her to realize that. But um, so you were asking me where I wanted to start, and I think that that's exactly where I want to start. Is that we've been getting a lot of um, concern concern about dragging our children out on our dream, um, making them go do something that we want to do, and I think that it's very important that people oh, here. Oh wait, 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 wait! I, I apologize. No, Megan, she, what did you just say? What if we want to do it too? That is a Absolutely. great question. People need to. Um, I think it's important that that our our community, as they share their concerns, are hearing that our children want to do this as well. Right. This is not something we're forcing on them. Okay, so Matthew wants to stay behind, but you know. What do you want to say, Matt? You can stay with Mammal. Said I wanted to travel the world. Nobody said that you wanted to yeah, travel nobody. the world. The, the, Something the f- tells me as long as he has a piece of technology in his hands, he won't mind where he is as long as it works. Yeah. Well, he, and has, the, he has mom's iPhone right now. Yes, he does. So the deal is, is that. And you might know me from gaming with Matt. <laughs> Good way to. <laughs> I love my son. He is. He is. 
Krauss promoting his show. Way, way to get the plug in there, buddy. That is awesome. Yeah. <laughs> okay, great stuff. All right. I love my. Oh my gosh. But seriously, though, that, that's the thing. We have no intentions of this just being a selfish dream of Stephanie and I, and we're just going to make this happen to our kids. No, absolutely not. This is. We have. Um, opened it up very much as a family discussion and um, you know Matt says Matt says who says I wanted to travel the world when um, the honest fact is he's a seven year old boy he hasn't sat down to think about it long enough to consider if it's something that he wants to do but there's potholes I couldn't there's nothing I could do there babe Um, but I think that it's exciting to see all of the thoughts and conversation and interest that it sparked in Megan just by bringing, just by mentioning it. Yeah, and if I have a camera, I'm traveling the world. Megan is very excited if about I taking pictures. Red, if I ever read a word voice camera that uh, had, that plays the uh, videos while it yeah. talks. Only thing about, red. Only thing I don't like about my camera right now, it doesn't take sound. That's what I want. I want sound. Okay. Like well, yours does. Yeah, we'll get you cameras like Daddy's. So um, Megan is our still photographer. Matthew's our videographer. He wants to be a videographer. So he kinda just likes to make noise. And we already have tons of people she's who said She's our noise maker. Yeah, she's our she, she can make her She's our folly artist. Um, you, you know the songs at the beginning of the podcast when you say like "My Crazy Life" episode my yes. one thousand four hundred sixteen. She can get her little um, keyboard out, her, her little keyboard out, and just play some rowdy music. Doing, 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 doing. Okay, what are you laughing at, Stephanie? Well, I think that it, I thought it was funny that instead of her just saying "My Crazy Life" episode whatever, she made up a number. One thousand four hundred sixteen. Which is what number you'll probably be on by the time we buy our plane tickets and sit out. No doubt, no doubt. So, how exciting is this conversation? I, I said Kenna could be our foley artist. Yeah, I did hear you say that. And I'll be the maker and the uh, vid- videographer. So, Matt, are you telling me that you you might be thinking about going? Uh, yeah. I'm not sure. Okay. And see Dude, the... if you're going, I'm going with. Okay. Only if we have a private jet. <laughs> Only if we have a private jet. <laughs> nice. Got style. Well, here's the deal. I mean, it, it is it is just something that we are tossing around. It, it is conversation. And you know what? If nothing else, the conversation has been amazing. It has done it has done wonders just to broaden our horizon of of what life is. Do you know what I'm saying? Absolutely. Absolutely, I know what you're saying. You know, there are times though that and this is um we don't talk about this every day. No, not at all. House. I mean, you know, we're we're mentioning it from time to time and when it comes up we're talking about it. But we are not you know, dwelling on it every day. It's it's not all we're talking about. But um, there are times when I'll be, you know, washing the dishes or, or driving in the car where I'm thinking in my mind as if it's a decision that we've already made. Right. I'm like, okay, so let's go find a realtor and put the house on the market and, you know, do all these things right now. Um, where obviously those things aren't going to happen. But, um, but there are times when, when I'm thinking about it and how it's going to go that I'm doing it as if it's a decision we've already made. That's something that I explained in the forum because a lot of people say, well, it's already seemed like you guys have made up your mind that this is something you're going to do. That is not the case. And I, and I of course, uh, have, I mean, I've made the argument in the forum that, you know, when it comes down to it, this is this is a dream. And, and one of the things that I did um, in the forum is I defined what I meant when I say dream. 
I don't mean like this is something that's like, oh, this is like, oh, I, I, we aspire to go and do this. When I say a dream, it was more like the involuntary idea or thought that just sprung up out of nowhere, took root, and is just growing like crazy. Megan, I'm going to go ahead and uh, let you talk. Go ahead. Um, I have another idea and then some other things to say. Okay, what's your other thing? What's your other idea? We should... Um, since everybody's saying, like, you can't, like, drag your kids around, around the world and making them do what you want to do, you should follow, follow after Martin Luther King and give it, I have a dream speech. Nice. All right. And what are some other things you wanted to say? If we were going to travel the world, um... First, I would go to the Statue of Liberty and see if I had, if they still do it, if I have the energy to climb up to the torch. Okay. Which I probably would not have the energy to do. Alright, what are some other things? And I would also like to go to Washington, D.C. again, because when we first went there, I was was just a little kid, and um, I didn't... I wasn't in third grade um, studying all the things that the Lincoln Memorial mean, what they're what they're all about, and the Washington Monument, and what presidents do. I would go back there because now I know more about all that. Yes, you do. And I have another thing to say. All my friends are bummed. Tell me, okay, let's talk about your friends for a minute. What, what do you mean all your friends are bummed? What have you told them so far? I told them my dad's thinking about traveling the world after I finish my year, my two years left in elementary school. And all my friends are asking me, are you going to go to the same high school as us? Are you going to go to the same high school? Because they don't, their parents already decided they're not moving until they get out of the certain high school and um one of my dance teachers goes to that high school and um she keeps asking everyone are you gonna go here are you gonna go here are you gonna go here and i say i might and i keep forgetting about you wanna travel around the world after I finish my years of elementary school. I'm like, uh-oh. <laughs> and, and how does that make you feel to know that your friends are bombed? Kind of sad. Weird. Okay. And sad. Yeah. Yeah, and, and that is Cause, sad. Because <laughs> you might not see them in a long time. In case we move there forever. That, that, those are but all, if, oh, if hold on. If we moving, I would absolutely need a telephone. Yes, yes. Because I have millions of friends. Yeah. And I still need to make Caitlin laugh. McKenna might even, um, get on the phone with me and make, and make her laugh. Um, actually get on the floor and laugh her butt off by saying, stupid, try high. Okay. Stupid child. All right. So mommy. That means stupid children. Okay. So but we're not allowed to say the first word. Yeah, we don't. We don't say the word stupid. It's about, not encouraging. Yeah. So so Megan. But it still makes Kate laugh. Okay. okay. So Megan and Matthew, thank you very much for your input. Let mommy and daddy have some more conversations, and we'll come back to you guys in just a minute. So a couple things that. Can I just yeah, go first? Ahead, can I say, Megan, I'm very proud of you for not mentioning the names of your schools. Yes. That I mean, you did an awesome job. Being I very almost, cautious to do that. I almost um, said the name of my school. And, and and tell people that are listening to our podcast why you didn't. I have no clue. <laughs> just because Dad told you not to. Kind of. Kind of, and and it's because we don't want people to like listen to this and no, kind of. I know. Why? Because my dad told me not to, and I'm on spring break, and I don't want to get grounded. Oh, nice. <laughs> and it's because we don't want people to track down and find out where you live and and, and all that stuff. All right. So anyway, 
That was me gurgling. Okay. That, that was lovely. So we're going to ask you guys to, to kind of keep it quiet for a little bit while mom and dad add a little bit more to the conversation. We'll come back to you, I promise. So whatever you have on your mind, just keep thinking about it so you can bring it up. So Stephanie? Okay. Um, the whole The whole idea... Um, in the forum, the, the biggest thing, is, and, and, and what they talked about on the, the Katia and, and Kylie Mack show, which I, I totally understand, is, you know, there's a whole huge difference about with the kids. And we definitely agree with that. There was the statement of, you know, this isn't much different than us moving from uh, Kentucky to, let's say, um, Argentina or Australia, as if we were moving from... Um, from here, from Kentucky to California. A couple things. Um, they did mention some things that would make it, you know, kind of a bigger decision. Um, as far as, you know, there is the possibly a language barrier deal. Right. Um, there is possibly the, you know, the schooling. Um, there is the, um, you know, immunizations and stuff like that. All, all the planning and stuff that would go in. But I love what they say. It's like, you know what? All of those are details and details that can be planned for. Right, and if this was a decision that we actually made, those would be details that we would be researching. Yes. Now, what I think they meant, and I and I can't say for sure this is what they meant, but as far as the emotional effects of picking up and, and moving and breaking those relationships with current friends and having to move to another place, I agree that it's very similar. Right. In, in, in the, the picking up and moving. Now, when we first brought this up, the, the one thing that we brought up was the fact that we talked about we would move from one place to the other uh, and stay in a place, live there for six months, and then pick up and move somewhere else. Right. But as we've been, to, even before uh, we were seeing a lot of the stuff happening in the forum, we had talked about, you know, maybe six months is, is kind of pushing it as to learning a new language and being part of a community and and meeting people that, that six months just wasn't quite long enough. Exactly. And so and the the idea of going somewhere six months, then going somewhere else, that is very much, you know, thoughts that were initially planted in my mind from reading this book and of course reading a book from a man who doesn't have children and as far as I know is not married. So obviously, you know, I Things that, are different for him. Exactly. And and we we brought that up because this was the initial thinking. Now, there are a couple things that I'm still thinking of. You know, for example, I love what they talked about in their podcast about the fact of, you know, whether or not you're just a traveler or a tourist and all this stuff. Um, and the fact that if you live there, there's this complacency. You won't go out. But if it's a finite period of time, how valuable is all that stuff to this thinking process? It's invaluable, really, because these are things that um, that both of these women have experienced. Because neither of them are from the country that they're now living in. Yes. And so I think that, that their input is, uh, in um, for me, is very important. And hearing that, I forgot what I was going to say. Well, the things that I, I'm thinking of are, you know... I, in the forum, there is... I don't know if you can pick up my iPhone and go to the forum and if you'd be interested in reading what Hubert said because Hubert added something today that I just think is just amazing. I, I'd really love to, to enter it into the discussion here in this podcast. And uh, while you're looking that up, and actually, Steph, if you go ahead and go to the home screen, there is an orange icon there that says forum. And you'll know how to navigate there. That so anyway, um, this is the portion of the show where we want to say a special thank you to our sponsor. Uh, very, very huge thank you to Mardell.com. M A R. What'd you say, Steph? I'm or Megan. Sorry. But, okay, our sponsor is Mardell.com. M A R D E L.com, and they are totally awesome. They are the people who make us make this podcast possible and uh, of course you can buy all your Christian books, uh, CDs, movies, videos, um, educational products, homeschooling materials, I mean just all kinds of great stuff. You we encourage you to know what page it's on Roger. Uh, yeah it's the very last one. Okay. So um, 
you can just go and browse the site. If you've never been there before, go to mardel.com, M-A-R-D-E-L.com. Browse the site. Look around. If you find some products, just know this. Anytime you're shopping there, use promo code G-S-P-N in the shopping cart. You'll see it on there. It says promo code, and it's got a little blank spot there. You put it in G-S-P-N. Hit enter, and in the shopping cart, it'll give you 10% off your entire order. That tells them two things. It tells them, number one, you heard about them through us, and that you appreciate their sponsorship. And and trust me, I want to say thank you to every one of you guys who have been out there purchasing materials from Mardell.com. It, it, it has meant the world to us, and uh, I will tell you just personally, uh, you know, the, the folks at Mardell, uh, the, the person who's responsible for getting that set up with us from Mardell is a GSPN.TV Plus member, and so support them if you can. All right, Steph, did you find it? Yeah. Okay, I'm going to have you read. Uh, this is what Hubert said, and he's got a lot of it's valuable information. I'm reading the whole thing? Yes. I know, Megan, it's not good to read in the car. Yes, I know. Okay, Cliff and Stephanie. Um, maybe a bit late to respond to this, but I just Oh, wait, now... wait, wait. First of all, it's never too late to respond to this. We want this to be an ongoing conversation. If not... Hey, Megan, can you not do that? Because that's really loud in people's ears, okay? Yeah. Um, but anyway, th- this is going to be an ongoing discussion for maybe even more than a year or two. So this this can go on for a very long time. And okay. Feel free to add to it. <clears throat> okay. But I just now found time to listen to this Family from the Heart show. I feel I need to, re- to reply to a few things in the show. First of all, I've been traveling the world for the last 20 years or so. I have lived in the sense of um, owned houses in four countries for longer times and in about a d- dozen or so other ones on three continents for shorter periods of time. The basic idea is a very good one. Other than providing a loving family, there is no better service you can do to your kids than making sure they see the world. But you will have to develop a very sound plan on how to do that. Don't rely on, quotes, God will provide. All spirituality aside, faith is not a replacement for sound planning. There were a lot of good ideas in your podcast, but also some downright false ones. Um, cost of living. Hate to break it to you, but the U.S. in general and Northern Kentucky, um, in particular, are actually very, fairly cheap places to live. I'm happy to talk more privately if you want to know details. But if you care for basic levels of security and comfort, things such as health care, clean water, streets, where you know you won't get kidnapped, um, Hebron, Kentucky, is one of the cheaper places to be. Um, don't count on other places to meet these criteria being much cheaper. Um, Homeschooling. Not many countries permit you to homeschool your children. Most will require you to place your kids into accredited school. It can be a private English language um, international school, but it has to be accredited. This part of your plan would not work, um, would not work. In certain countries. Okay, in any of the countries I've lived in. Okay. Um, also, schooling is normally the best way for your kids to make friends locally. By the way, providing schooling for the kids is the n- number one cost factor um, for expats. Um, these international schools are not cheap. Living in various countries for six months at a time, most countries put a limit of three months on resident residency residents without special permits. While there is certainly much you can experience in three months, the short time period will prevent you from really experiencing the place you're living in. Once abroad, you need a plan to go out and meet local people. Um, for For most expats, it's their job that does that. If you're working from home as a podcaster, that can be a major challenge. I know you're pretty outgoing and and extroverted, but that alone won't do it. Most places have a bit of an um, expat ghetto where you meet the same type of people no matter which country you're in. That is fascinating at first, but it's not the same as having contact with locals. Um, Putting kids in schools abroad, do and do your kids... I, Hold I on. got stuck there as well. Do and do your kids. Do and do your kids. 
you speak any language than English. Okay, do we... Do we speak any other, other language? language than English? Okay. Um, otherwise, your choice of the world is severely limited. And if you want to start learning a language, you better start now. Once you're there and assuming you'll want to do more with your language knowledge than asking for the way to the next gas station, you'll need deeper language skills than you can build up in three months. Coming back home, it might seem scary at first, although it shouldn't be. You actually might never come home. <laughs> Happened to me. Don't, uh, don't regret it a bit. I left my home, in quotations, country, um, in 1987 and ended up never returning, other than for brief, brief visits, of course. If it happens, it normally happens for good reasons. However, the point is, don't take it as certain that you will ever come back. Let me know if you want to talk more. All right. So, Hubert, thank you very much. Stephanie, first of all, your reaction. That's the first time you've read that. So, any thoughts immediately off the top of your head? Not that I, that you have to have any right now. No. Um, no the, the first thought off the top of my head is that this is great stuff. I love that with this community, we're actually getting... Um, we're getting advice and opinions from people who live in other countries and yes. who have traveled the world. Um, I've never kept it a secret. I have lived in the same place my entire life and I have a very, um, in my opinion, I have a very naive American view of the world. The world. And, and I know that. Um, I think that's one of the reasons that I w am beginning to get so excited about, about seeing the world. Um, I need to broaden and learn myself. Um, One of the th while you're still yeah, thinking, yeah. Um, or, or, or were you just pausing to learn no, to, to say what you or to think about how you wanted to say what you wanted to say? I was pausing, but when you interrupted, I forgot what I was thinking about. So. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> That's okay. Well, just interrupt me if you need to if it comes back to you right away. <laughs> so. Um, one of the things that I loved about, uh, you know, the whole idea of getting a job there and that's how you really get mixed into the culture and stuff like that. And the one of the things that I think, and, and I loved how, how excited um, uh, Kylie Mack and Katia uh, were when they talked about the fact that how awesome would our podcasts be, right. you know? And, and the fact is, is that's exactly it. I mean, and it's not just the audio podcast, but, but it, just think about Megan's photography and Matthew's video blogs and, and, and all this different stuff. I mean, we would be traveling the world and the idea is, is especially, especially for our podcast is to not just hang out with the, with what Hubert is calling the expatriate or expat, um, what do you say? The expat what? Um, I'm looking for it. The, but I know what he's talking about. The, the, the ghetto. The ghetto. Yeah, the yeah. expat ghetto, uh, or that subculture of people who are all expats. No, we. I want to, and and I want to get involved. I want to. Wow, that guy's fell on this, falling asleep over there. Yeah. Anyway. Watch out for him. Yeah, we'll, we'll keep an eye out for him. Anyway, uh, we're traveling down the road at uh, at nine forty one in the evening. This guy is almost ready to go into the concrete the wall. wall. Yeah. Luckily, they have those little noise things that you, where they cut in the, the, the blacktop and it kind of woke him up. When I used to work outside of the home, those woke me up on many a morning. Oh, that's not good to hear. So, um, oh, but the idea is I would love to sit down and, and the whole idea is while we're out there and... and I know my, my mind's going all over the place, but the idea is that interviewing people, saying, hey, what can you tell me about this place? What is it like to live here? And we would, we would it would be as though, you know, maybe doing a documentary on the life and the, and the place that is this place. And we would, we would, you know, almost just, that would be our purpose is to really dig in. Uh, and, and so the, the whole idea that I would still be working, uh, the but my job would be so focused on, on learning the culture. I mean, really investigating, going deeper, digging deeper. <laughs> and that would be the whole idea. The whole, the, my job, my, my career, is, and if it was the homeschooling end of things, is to really sit down and say, okay, kids, let's investigate the history. What can we learn about the world 
history, art, mathematics. Um, what are some other top, uh, school topics? Um, science. Yes. Reading. Reading. Uh, literature. What can we learn about these subjects from this place where we are at? What? Social studies, culture, you know, that would become my career because that's what we would podcast about. Right. And so, yeah, we would definitely, it would it definitely would be awesome and, and, and very Crafts. much, what'd you say? Crafts, art, gym, art. library, music. <laughs> she, she's she's naming off all the yeah. classes. Awesome. So anyway, um, we just wanted Arts to like... Arts and humanities. Arts and humanities. Yes. So, drama class, absolutely. That's what arts and humanities is. Gotcha. All right, so this we just wanted to give you a, a follow-up. I'm sure that once I include the other content in with this, which you have already heard, we're probably just over an hour. So we're probably going to go ahead and wrap up and just let you know um, that... But you said you would come back to me. Okay, so before we end, uh, Megan, do you want to have add some other thoughts to this discussion right now? Yes. Would we be taking an airplane every time we move? Um, we would definitely we would definitely take some airplanes from time to time. Certainly going from the states to whatever other country we would go to. Okay. But then there would be times like where we, if we were to move from one place to the other, um, we could do it by high speed train. And there are other ideas and other ways. I'm sure. One of the other things that I've been thinking of is maybe not moving around every six months. Right. But right. finding a central place that we could call, quote-unquote, our, our temporary home or our, maybe our, we could, a place where we can call home. Right. But a place that is a hub that would allow us to venture out into lots of other places throughout Europe and, and all these other places. Does that make sense? Absolutely. Dad, makes sense. if we um, took a... Um, took an airplane could we still keep our entertainment like our DS's yes absolutely thank you yes and iPods yes we would take our iPods absolutely entertainment yes yes technology yes absolutely do you have any other questions because we do need to wrap up here Megan no okay yes oh okay go ahead (laughs) Um, what color underpants are you wearing? Oh, Megan. I, I figured that was coming, so. Anyway. Or something like it, right? I, I was waiting or for something, something like worse. it. Yeah, yeah, we're thankful it wasn't worse. Okay, so, Stephanie, I'm going to give you the final words here, and uh, what do you think? What did I think? I love the feedback that we're getting. Well, most of it. I, you know, I, seriously though, I don't mean to interrupt, but you know, I'm okay with the concerns as well. The concerns seem to be more, you know, it's like, oh, but I, I, I well, I do want them. I, I want the okay. concerns because I want to think about them and I want them to enter into no. the equation. Okay. Yes. Um, the concerns are fine. Okay. Reading some of the concerns, I'm concerned that people think that I'm not concerned enough about my kids. Um, but if that even made sense to you. Guys. Uh, no, it makes okay. perfect sense. And I, I get that. Okay. So that that's what I mean. Um, there have just been some that are just written in a way that think that I'm not even considering our children. Right. But um, but that aside, I'm, I'm, I'm loving the feedback. And I, I think that I really just want people to understand that we are just at the tip of the iceberg of even discussing this let alone making a decision and making plans and finding out where we would live and and doing all that um and and i know that and i've already admitted i'm going i I have my very naive american view and and i'm trying to break out of that and to find out exactly what this would entail Exactly, and 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 if and should we decide to do this, we're still talking minimum two years out, minimum two years out. And, and when I say uh, naive American view, I mean I'm from the same rural area that I have grown up in my entire life. Yeah, it, it's just hard for me to imagine anything outside of of that place, and so. Um, okay, so wait for me. So it's. 
I don't, it's something that I want. It's something that I want. Yeah. It, it, you, you know, the, the big thing is that um, it, it just seems like there is opportunity. And, and what one of the things that I was really concerned about with the feedback initially was there's cert- I was I was shocked at the sheer amount of this is the worst thing you know that you could ever do this this is going to totally destroy your kids I and you said ha- you were going to wrap up we are wrapping up um, and you know the, there was the like you know it's, the, have, there's there's going to be negative this there's going to be this negative and don't forget to consider this negative and I get I get the th- the fact that people are just like oh my gosh you got to think about this and absolutely but I was very happy and the reason why I definitely wanted to share the the uh, the feedback that Hubert gave he gave a lot it's like this is second to giving your family a loving home this is the best thing you can do um, I love hearing that feedback because it you know that that's what we were feeling it's like man this let's look at the benefits I did, sure we do not want to be naive in thinking that this isn't going to be difficult I mean the fact is, is Megan's on board now is Megan going to be on board two years from now exactly you know when she is approaching that age so this ongoing discussion is going to happen, continue to happen, and um, so we just want to let you know that. And and also thank you, uh, Katya and Kylie Mack, for allowing us to play those portions of your podcast. And uh, if you go to familyfromtheheart.com, there will be a link to their podcast where you can check out their show if you're interested. And and uh, Kylie is is a member of the GSPN community and. Uh, She's very much been involved in, in uh, participating in a lot of shows. It, it depends. Is it serious? Yes. Okay, one last thing and then we're done. Good night, be a plus spammer, and I'm going to sleep. Gosh, you gosh. Good night. Gosh, you gosh, you. That's her fake snoring. So, yes, become a plus member. That's that's awesome. Check that out. Even she's plugging plug the, the marketing there. I told. I did not tell you to do that. All right. Tells me to do it at, at the end of all of my podcasts. Yes, at the end of all your podcasts, folks. Thank you very much. And I'm in this podcast, so I can do it if I want. Okay, we're we're done. Thank you, everybody. Thank you, Mardell.com. M-A-R-D-E-L.com. Promo code. <laughs> promo code GSPN. Peace, Peace out. out. <laughs>